Hi, I'm Tash and I'm from England. Hi, my name is Martha and I'm from Holland. We met in Bali and fell in love. And this podcast is all about what happens in a long distance relationship after you break the distance. Hello and welcome back to episode three. Episode three. Three, three, three. Season two, two, two. (laughs) And what are we going to talk about today? Oh, that's Ted and he's seeing a ghost outside in daylight. Ted? Anywho, today we're going to talk about our engagement story part two. Well, I think you can do the introduction of this because I didn't know anything. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, we originally got engaged in Bali on March the 1st when Marta surprised me, got down on one knee on our one year anniversary and uh, popped the question to my surprise of course I said yes and then for the preceding six months every time I was showing off my ring to somebody they would always go Amata do you have a ring and she would go no and look at me expectantly like hopefully doleful eyes obviously the whole time I planned to propose to her I just hadn't quite secured when then fast forward we arrived back from uh traveling all engaged and really happy to share it with the world, fucking COVID. So we only got to share our engagement with ourselves in our apartment for 10 weeks (laughs) Um, and no one else anyway. And also we're like not earning any money. I'm like, how am I now going to pay for an engagement ring? (laughs) Anywho, we decide to go to Holland and Marta's birthday is in September, it's September 3rd. And we had had our first engagement, obviously had been just the two of us, a really private, intimate moment. And I thought, well, actually, maybe it'd be nice to have a little bit of an audience being the performer that I am. And I always said to her, like, if I'm getting proposed to, I never want to have an audience. And I thought, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't that. I just thought that if the audience was people that you really care about, it would be different. So... I then started looking for rings and obviously we're like in Corona times and I can't like take it to a jewelry store. Anyway, so I found the perfect ring and it's kind of a, so Marta has a ring from her grandmother that's silver with a, what's the stone in it? Aquamarine. Yeah. Aquamarine stone in it. Light blue. And I have a sapphire in my ring and I was like, oh, it'd be really nice to kind of blend the two. Um, But she'd always expressed the desire for like a princess, that like princess cut Tiffany style ring. Sorry, it's Ted making weird noises in the background. Um, So I decided to go completely off piste and just free ball it um, and take a risk because I saw this ring and I was like, I think it could, it will be perfect and she will love it, but it's a bit of a risk. Anyway, so the ring did arrive and the big day was set for, so her birthday's the third, but we'd arranged to have a big family dinner on the fifth, so the Saturday. Yes. Um, meanwhile, I had told all her family that I was planning to propose to her. I'd asked. <laughs> I had no idea. I'd asked her mum. I'd asked her dad. Like, basically. We oh, went, you never told me this. Yeah, I asked your dad. What, when? At Bea's birthday. Uh, what did you say? So we were out for her dad's um girlfriend's birthday went for dinner and it was me Marta her dad the girlfriend Bea and her brother Yessa and you went to the toilet yeah thank god 
and <laughs> we'd actually think just been talking about wedding we have been just talking about the engagement because yeah. they never really heard the full story that was it and you we like shared the full story from bali you got up and went to the toilet and i turned to them and i went so actually i'm planning to propose to her on the fifth and they were like oh my god no way i was like if it's okay with you to your dad and he was like yes of course because we're already engaged yeah <laughs> and I was like so here's my plan and I showed told them the plan and I'd already told yes sir in the car when I picked him up I showed him the ring picture of the ring oh you already like it was already you know, it was already I think it was no it was or I'd already ordered it because that was in like I think that was June oh no that was August August yeah so I'd already ordered it and it was on delivery and I showed Yasser a picture in the car. And I actually showed your dad and Bayer a picture as well whilst you were in the toilet. So sneaky. Um, and then there was another night that you were working and I asked your mum, because obviously we were staying with her so I could tell her. Yeah. Um, and she was like really excited about it, loved it. I came up, she was like drinking a glass of wine on the sofa and I came up, I was like, hi. It's within the first like two weeks of us being there. Aww. And I was like, so I've got a plan. She's like, oh my God. I don't think I'd found the ring yet. I just told her my plan. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I've told all these people and I have to follow through. <laughs> and then I messaged your cousins and then actually Femka. How did you, you got the number of my mom? Oh, I don't know. I nah. just found a way. Okay. And then Femka actually messaged me at one point. I was like, I'm really sorry. I've got to work that day. I'm trying to get it off. And I was like, oh my God, please, 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 please. I messaged Karen to say, because your auntie was going to be away on that day. I and I messaged her and let her know that that was my plan in case she could get out of it. But yeah. she was like, no, it's already arranged and it's a holiday thing and whatever else. So I was like, okay, just wanted to let you know. Um, and then Femka messaged me. She's like, I've got it off work. I'm so excited. So and I was cute. like, yes, thank goodness. So basically everyone knew that it was happening and Ugh. knew the day that it was happening and what was happening. And I like, um, because... I was like secretly hoping, of course, that you would propose back to me or not even propose back to me in that same way, but like get me a ring or whatever. So around my birthday, I was very... Rewind. Rewind. Okay. I had a whole conversation with both Karen and your cousins at Karen's birthday. So we went round to your... Karen is Marta's auntie and we were there for her birthday and all your cousins, like female cousins were there. And we were sitting on the sofa and you thought we were talking only dresses, dresses, bridesmaids, dresses. I wasn't. I was showing them engagement ring and I was talking about the proposal so and the sneaky. fact that I was going to be proposing to you in like two weeks time. And we were like devising plans and stuff. That was that conversation. I mean, we did talk about dresses too, but it was a lot to do with that. <laughs> Anywho, carry on. Oh, yeah. So around that time, around my birthday, so I have had a bit of a birthday week because my brother's birthday is on the 29th of August and mine is on the 3rd and we're going to celebrate it on the 5th of September. So around that week, I also had a party for my friends on the 2nd of September. <laughs> so like I was like that week you were like super cute, like super amazing. Because it's your birthday. Yeah, only in that week, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, I was actually expecting it on my actual birthday because we had this whole private day ourselves. And then I remember the evening we went to sleep and you had all these amazing presents for me and you decorated the house and everything was like really, really lovely. And you were like, did you get everything you wanted? And I was like, yeah. And I was maybe even hoping in that moment you would still propose to me in bed. And then you were like, okay, you sure? It's like, yeah, yeah. 
I'm very happy. And then back of my mind, I'm like, oh, I just want a ring. I also want to, you know, show that to everyone. And then it feels real. <laughs> so, and when it didn't happen, I let go of all my expectations. and Perfect. All. And I remember that on the morning, that Saturday morning, um, the 5th, my brother send you a message i saw oh, it pop yeah. up yeah I was like, and i was like fuck it i was like why is that like I, I, oh it really confused me but I, I never attached it to the proposal okay that's amazing so obviously the time so the day the ring got okay it was a whole thing with the ring actually so they it was being delivered from the u.s we were in France the day that I got the UPS text message to say that it was being delivered. This text message, however, was in Dutch. So I had to then wait for you to leave the room so I could go next door to your brother's room. Uh, and I saw say, you come out of that room and, and say, that was also weird. Can you translate this for me? Because I need to, I, something about rearranging delivery, but I just want to make sure that I get everything right and that I tell them the right day and everything else. So Yessa and Brigitte helped me do that. And then the day that it was being delivered it was supposed to be delivered on the day that you're at work it didn't come that day it then i then got a text message to say that it was coming the next day you're at home all fucking day the next <laughs> day and i was like great and i know that guy's gonna and it said that I, it needed a signature specifically so it's gonna be really weird if i was just really panicking so i'm like hanging around the front door all morning and then it's just as you were getting ready to go for a shower and the ups guy comes and fortunately, it was so close to your birthday that me receiving a package at your mum's house wasn't unusual. You're just assuming no. it's a birthday present yeah. for you. And I'm yeah, just Yeah, because gonna... I know you were like arranging all of my presents. Yeah, so I just played along with that. It had a freaking Identity Diamonds, which is the company. They're amazing, by the way. Identity Diamonds, go and check them out. It had the ma their massive logo on the outside of the box. I was like... So I like grabbed it and then you went up to the bathroom and I literally quickly scrambled through it, checked the ring, cried a bit, tucked it in, then gave it to your brother and was like, can you take this and hide it in your room? Because she's not going to look there. And he was like, yeah, sure. So he took it and it was under the bed. It was under the bed for like the next two weeks. <laughs> um, and you had no idea. And then when your mum came home, there was like another time you were out and I like snuck up there and I got it and I showed your mum and she was like, oh my God, it's beautiful yeah so this whole time it was just like hiding that and then Brichetta wanted to see it and I like suck it out and let her look at it <laughs> all so while cute. you were like downstairs and I think there's one other person I can't remember who <laughs> saw it before yeah and then it was the whole thing of telling your friends I told a couple of your friends beforehand I told your best friend obviously but obviously I would only ever see them when we me. together so I'd yeah. have to wait for you to like toilet break or something else um fortunately for you i take a lot of toilet breaks yeah thank goodness for me okay so then i guess to the big day so it's your birthday we're like preparing the house in the morning blah 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 and then everyone was arriving at like three yeah so everyone's arriving and everyone's coming up to me and they're like hugging me and they're like there's a tradition in Holland that when it's somebody's birthday, you say happy birthday to the person. But me, as Marta's fiance, people also say happy birthday to me. Yeah. Like it's my birthday. It's really weird. Not like it's your birthday, but like, um, gefeliciteerd met. So, uh, happy birthday for your son or daughter or girlfriend. Whatever. Yeah, it's just, but it just sounds like happy birthday, Tash. And I'm like, oh, okay. So everyone's coming up and they're like also giving me the eye of like, 
and a happy ah, wink, wink, <laughs> nudge, nudge, like we know what's coming. So the way I'd set it up is that it was going to be, you always traditionally, when all the families together, want to have a picture with everybody. And I knew that moment would come. And now, obviously, because we do Insta and all this stuff, you're always like, babe, babe, get the camera, get the tripod, take a proper picture. So that's always like my role at these family things now. <laughs> so I knew that that moment was going to come. So I told everyone that when that moment arrives, everyone will just crowd around as normal. And then I'm going to like come forward and instead of hitting shutter, like to take the picture, I'm going to hit record and I'm going to film the moment. So that was the whole plan. So we'd had dinner and then you had your Polaroid camera there and you were like, everyone, I want a picture. Yeah. And everyone's looking at me like, is it now? Is it now? And I'm like, no, it's not now. It's on her Polaroid. Like, everyone calm down. She's mm-hmm. like, I want all my cousins in the picture. And everyone's like, is it now? Is it now? I'm like, no, it's not now. Just <laughs> like, calm down. Yeah, okay, babe, do you want a picture? Yeah, in your Polaroid. Okay, yeah, cool. And me and your mum had already discussed where we were going to take the actual picture. And then we finished that and I was like, babe, would you like a picture with all the family? And then all of a sudden your family's like, yes, yes. Let's get a picture with all the family. Yes, yes. And obviously you don't recognize this you thought it was just still normal behavior but for me I was like calm down calm down everyone (laughs) so then we set up the tripod and um yeah I set everything up and everyone was like obviously trying to get you in the center and you were trying to yeah I was like oh it's your birthday you have to be in the middle and then you were like no I want to stand with you were like I want to stand with Omar or I want to stand with mama or something with you oh with me okay and then I like hit record and then I had the ring just on the side on the sofa and I like went and quickly grabbed it and then you can see the actual proposal video yeah on the um on our insta Mm. and your first response was nay (laughs) which isn't no in dutch I know but it was more the shock like more like no can't believe this is happening not like because you didn't ask me then it was like more like down on bended knee like Marcia Costa and And I was like nay it was I was in such a shock like I'm also not great being in a center of attention in like that like mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god what's happening uh, yeah and then I asked you in Dutch I mean I did the whole pre-bit in English and then the actual question I asked in Dutch which mm, is a throwback you were trembling it was so cute I've never seen you nervous before <laughs> Yeah, because you propose to people all the time, right? <laughs> um, the asking in Dutch is a throwback to when I asked you to be my girlfriend. Will you my friend in Zijn? So I decided to ask uh, you to marry me in Dutch also, which I think your dad was quite impressed with. <laughs> everyone. Yeah, and then and then that was it. And I popped the ring on and everyone's all happy and we got champagne. Yeah, I was like, I... Didn't know really what was happening. I know what was happening, but like everyone was hugging me and I was like, what happened? <laughs> and I just wanted to kiss you and stuff. And Oma was like also a bit confused and it was all very cute. Yeah. How did you feel in the moment now looking back on it? I really appreciate it. Like I really treasure it because my family is so important to me mm-hmm. and I'm a big family person and we of course had our private moment the written like the actual this was still a proposal but we already the know original, yeah I knew the answer we were already engaged right so 
that was really special because I didn't want to share that with anyone else. Mm -hmm. But it was really special for me that we could actually also share that with my family. And it was so cute because your parents were on the uh, oh, phone yeah. <laughs> uh, on the phone screen and my brother was like uh, holding the phone up and I saw them. It was so cute. Yeah, I got, really um, cute. I got Yesa to video call my parents just before the moment. So he already had them. He gave me, he was like walking towards me, had the phone to his chest. And he just gave me like the nod, like, I've got them, they're here. And then he he's like six foot ten. And he literally <laughs> just stood like a telephone pole above everyone with his hands <laughs> so up, funny. aiming the camera at mum and dad, like at us so that mum and dad could see it all. And they were so like, yeah, so mum and dad were there for the moment too. I think it was a bit, little bit glitchy, but they got the general gist. Yeah, I don't know. It was just all very special and that my my dad was there and my brother and my mom and then then we all celebrated and it was really cute and then my family left and it was just like us and my brother and his girlfriend and then my my parents yeah. and we had like this really I don't know it was just very nice to sit with all of us and yeah this is I was just really happy and overwhelmed and I actually didn't message anyone that evening no not one of my friends and everyone was waiting because they all they knew. knew but I actually just I don't know I just wanted to keep that a little bit longer I don't know yeah and I think it was nice that we actually had the opportunity to really celebrate it because our and maybe I would have felt the need to do it privately if we hadn't got back to lockdown and we'd been able to actually celebrate the original party engagement from when it happened but what happened is we got we got engaged on the first of march we arrived back on like the 24th and then we didn't see anybody until the 16th of june i know it's crazy so it was like oh yeah oh yeah and oh yeah and you've got engaged haven't you i forgot about that so it was really nice to have that immediate celebration i mean we did celebrate with the people we were in bali with but it's not the same as like your actual friends and family exactly so it was really nice to share the moment with people that we like really know and care about and care about us and know our journey yeah and it's actually really I don't know now we had that moment after I also felt like it was more real Mm -hmm. also because we were in lockdown before yeah and I feel also way more inclined now to actually plan our wedding because before it just felt impossible Speaking of which, we think we found our wedding venue. Yes. We're like really, literally like 95% sure. It was like one of the first places I did. I started searching again the other day and it's like literally the second place I stumbled across. And I was like, oh my God, this is the place. Yeah. We originally were thinking September, but they don't have anything available till October 2021. I know. And I always thought I would get married in the summer, but I actually don't mind. No, neither do I. We're like pretty easy going with that. Yeah, and I just want to marry you. Oh, you're so cute. The only thing is we now have to drum up £2,600 for a deposit oh. in, like, the next week. So if you want to de- if you want to help our wedding fund and go <laughs> over to our Patreon and sponsor us via Patreon, feel free right now. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I know. Um, or maybe we'll just put my bank details in the show notes and you can Fundraise. just... Can you do a GoFundMe for a wedding? Is that possible? <laughs> well, people do that. I know. Like, we'll send you a personalised signed photo of us for the for your donation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I have a feeling that if we plan it and we know this amount we have to save up, 
yes we will make it work of course and we've like already made the deal so this place you can bring your own booze like there's no corkage you there's no bar there you just bring what you want so we've made a deal that every time we go to the supermarket now we're gonna come back with a bottle of vodka or a bottle of wine or a crate of beer so that's we're already going to be saving the alcohol for our wedding um any other budget saving money saving tips or how to save for a wedding would be greatly appreciated. Yes. Because we now essentially almost have an official date and <gasps> it's in less than 365 days. I know. That's crazy. How much do we need to save like a day in theory? We can do the maths the right now. Schema. So, I mean, uh, for the whole wedding. 41 pounds and 10 cents a day. Is that divide? That's the 15 grand divided by 365? Yes. Yes, we've less than 365 <gasps> days. I know. The thing is, with money, you really have to put it physically. Okay, we can do that. £20 £20 each a day. Yeah. You're on. Okay, but where are we going to put it? Don't know. Because we have to put it aside or else it just disappears. This is very true. So maybe we just go to the bank and draw out £20 a day and then put it in a a shoe or under the mattress like an old grandma. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Don't tell anyone Maybe it's not under the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing there right now, actually. Just a vibrator. I was going to say, literally, just what I say, just your sex toys. <laughs> was what I was going to say. Okay, well, have a nice weekend. Okay, so we hope you enjoyed our engagement story. Like I said, feel free, Patreon, it's in the show notes. Go and donate to our wedding, GoFundMe, just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, and any any wedding planning tips would be greatly appreciated. Yes. For sure. All right. Bye. See you guys later. Doey. Doey. Doey.